day. Hope you're all well. Welcome back to my podcast. Today we're going to talk about a course that I've just done. But before I talk about that, I'm going to fill in a little bit. Suicide. It's not a good thing. Um, now, I know there's two brothers who work for the Depression Project and have had really good results. They needed to get people aware of what suicide was. So they've done a graphic and explains how people respond to suicide often really differently and it was really good. When someone dies by suicide it's considered a tragedy for a lot of reasons because that person's died what he would what he or she would have done would affect at least a hundred people. So there's quite a few people that actually understand. Now I'm gonna to try to explain to you what this graphic was like. It was um, a young lady sitting on the edge of a wall. She didn't have anywhere to go. You know, she needed to consider whether it was suicide or she was suicidal. A really good graphic. Now, what would be going through her mind? Everyone feels bad. Everyone wishes they saw the signs. Everyone feels irritated. Everyone tries to avoid them. Everyone dismisses them. And it went along those lines. So it was fairly interesting. But um, I heard about a guy called Kevin Hines this morning. Who was a guy who went up to the Golden Arches Bridge in America. You know the famous one. Famous for people jumping off of it. Um, here's uh, Kevin Hines. He's on YouTube, so go and have a look. And I'm sure you can make your own idea. I'll give you five minutes of him. He's worth listening to because he was going to jump off a bridge. Of course, there's cars going below. And, you know, he knew if he jumped off, it'd be unlikely that he would survive. He was all, always asking the right questions but didn't get the right answers. Please listen to him, here he is. Are you okay? Is something wrong? Or can I help you? Those were the words that I desperately wanted to hear as I stood atop the Golden Gate Bridge walkway, staring and leaning over the four-foot-nothing rail, peering down to the looming waters below, right before I catapulted myself over the rail. They would have people believe, even today, that 1,600 people died off this bridge. It's not true. For all the bodies washed away to sea, never to be found. For all the bodies eaten by fish, because that happens to the bone. For all the bodies that go on the opposite side of the San Francisco side, that aren't found in the families that bury caskets with nobody in them. It's estimated by the Marine Corner that over 2,000 or even higher have died off of this bridge. 
My name is Kevin Hines, and this is my story. It would, it would really be worthwhile watching. It's a good documentary. He's a filmmaker, he speaks to other people, um, and um, I would not have liked to have been him to do what he had to do.
Kevin Hines is still alive today. He still has the thoughts that make him suicidal. Now, um, it was a really good meeting. And I'll go on to some of the points we've learned from it. Now, if someone is saying, I'm going to do whatever, I'm going to commit suicide, first get an affirmation, if you can, that they're going to commit suicide. Question them and ask them. Be positive about it because this might be the only time you get. Don't forget because if someone's saying, look, I'm, you know, someone's saying to you, I'm thinking about committing suicide, you know, you say to them, you want to commit suicide. Now, in schools, we have a policy called safeguarding. So if they're going to decide they're going to commit suicide, we have to tell somebody else in the school. This is using the safeguarding officer. Um, I mean, we do have um, other things to do. If she's not there, we, we then go to the deputy head. The deputy head's not there. Then we go to the head teacher of the school. So in schools, you're pretty well prepared. But even though we're prepared, these things still happen. And they happen to a lot of young people that become depressed. Also, we have to deal with people who have bipolar now, this is not easy because you get thoughts all the time and it's very, very rare that you ever have anyone to talk to. It would be good to seek someone out. You also um, are asked in a lot of different institutions to do a self-care plan. I, if something's happening, you write down, you know what, this is what we're going to do. If this happens and you go from there, that's important. We need to take the stigma away from suicide. Suicide has too much of a stigma and the likelihood is, or research says, that you're 100% more likely to commit suicide if you've tried it once. So, you know, that, that that's quite a big thing to hear. Now, going back to Kevin Hines, um, he survived, obviously, you know, jumping off that bridge I mean, I look at Tower Bridge, and Tower Bridge looks horrible. But you jump off of it, you land in the water, you got problems. He landed in the water, and he had real problems. I think he broke his back was one of the problems he had. But he's never felt such pain in all his life. And don't forget, he wanted to jump off the bridge to get rid of pain, to stop it all. It doesn't work. You know, it's 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 a myth. You know, once you jumped off that bridge, you've got problems because you're not going to die straight away. It's going to take you a little while. So the best thing to start to do is to think about what you should do before you jump or you decide that you're going to commit suicide. It's not a good feeling. I think the best thing to do is always talk if you feel that depressed you know that your actions, your next actions, are going to be something that's going to be horrible. Don't forget, you you take an action, you leave a hundred more people that have got to deal with it. They haven't got a choice. You know, they haven't got a choice. They've got to deal with it. They've got to try to do something. Hopefully, they do do something. I mean, you know, we spoke about different scenarios. Now, Obviously, if you're in an office 
and that person is a little bit drunk, for say for example, um, it doesn't say not to give them drink. You give them a drink if it calms them down. You you've got to play this really really carefully because you will be responsible for what happens to that person. Okay, after over eighteen, we can say, you know what, that's not so bad, but we know you got to do something and uh, I dare say that none of us wants to be left in that position it's absolutely awful now there are some helplines about that you can phone that will speak to a person over the phone now off the top of my head there's Samaritans there's also the 111 which are able to talk to people. I know it's for the national health, but it does help. Now, I read somewhere that the likelihood for men over 35 will attempt and most probably will commit suicide. Now, that's most men. Men don't have anybody to talk to. You know, most of the time they're talking, well, most of the time they do talk to their friends but not about these subjects. It's too dear to the heart. So anybody else talking to them, that would be a help. It's really important. And it's important that you talk to them about anything. Even if you have to mention the name suicide. So they know suicide is a final solution to a temporary problem. And that's the only way to look at it. There is no other way of looking at it. Once you decide to do what you're doing, that's it. It's done. You've done it. You can't come back. You must convince them that there are definitely better ways of doing things. We had scenarios about somebody in debt using three grand of debt. Um, and now this is not unusual. This is something that happens all the time. And... Um, the best way we could have sorted that was to have an intervention, was to speak to the young person, advise the young person that what they were doing were wrong. Also, if need be, get hold of the police, inform them what's wrong. They're used to this type of thing. They know what action to take, but don't leave that person alone because that person will be asking for help. Okay, I'm going to keep this short. Um, you know, um, just email me at the bottom. Let me know what you think. I'll leave some details in the show notes of organisations that you can get hold of. There are some really good ones about, so let's use them. Let's not let this day pass without doing something. Remember, you speak. It's the most important thing. Oh, just one thing. If you've got someone who's got who's bipolar, um, it's more difficult. But... They are such people that they don't give up. So make sure that you signpost them to the right place to get help. It's very important. As I said, suicide is the um, last thing you want to be doing or even dealing with. But sometimes we have to. We don't like dealing with it, but you know, you've got to put your brave face on big boy boots on and get on with it 
everybody's vulnerable. It doesn't matter who it is. Um, and as you look at your family, you will see people around. You know, none of us likes bereavement, which incidentally is going to be my next task. Um, yesterday I watched an Indian lady. Um, you know, sorry, I got it wrong. I watched a lady and she was speaking to us about bereavement. She's written a book, um, a really good book. And it's it's worth thinking about that. Okay, right. That will be most probably the next couple of days on bereavement. Any questions, draw it below. Thank you. أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا This is the Azan.
that's the Islamic call to prayer, which is, um, you'll hear most places in the world, and it's done for five prayers. So it's done for Fajr, which is a morning prayer, Zor, Asa, Maghrib, and Isha. It's done five times a day. Okay, I hope this is alright. Um, as I say, it's only me, just the prophecies, you know, that I've thought of. So I hope it does help some of you. And don't get me wrong, it's not that I'm spreading um, the deen of Islam. I'm merely expressing what I think on this podcast so that you can understand a little bit more about Muslims. Now, I know that someone's going to ask me about the corona, whatever, virus. Um, I don't know what's going on with that. Um, But I do know that China is not playing ball. It's got loads of Ugaite Muslims, and they are very old Muslims. They're taking them out of their houses, and they're destroying their houses, they're putting them into schools or some sort of concentration camp. Now, we haven't seen that since World War Two, And we're really sorry what's happened to the Jewish nation. But um, it does look like the Chinese are going to become more aggressive. Not that you could get more aggressive because that's just the way they are. We do know that you have a strategy of doing particular things. You've done it in the West Indies. You've taken it over. And Africa, you've done it in. You've said to them, we'll we'll do your railway with your infrastructure, transport. And now I take it these countries are relying on you. But this, you've gone one step too far. Now, we need to say dua for the people in this situation. And we have to find a way of protesting. In fact, this week, because we can't get Chinese goods over the border, um, we've noticed that things are changing. Things are going to get more expensive. That's just one of the things we have to part with. Anyway, I've done it. Hopefully I've done it fairly well. Um, If you like it, please come back to us. The email address will be at the bottom of the notes. Okay. Anyway, have a good one. Um, please send me any comment that you have, especially if it's about Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And I will speak to you soon.